Yep, you read that title right. We're gonna talk about it. I gotta be honest that this whole topic makes me crazy uncomfortable, but I couldn't help myself. I mean, if you want me to play your roguelike cult simulator game, you better make it adorable art and a ding a ding farming sim. Come on, you know I'm a sucker for that Stardew Valley style of gaming. I had to dive into this game. And what I found when I started playing Cult of the Lamb was a brutally fair depiction of cult behavior. It's hilarious. It's disturbing, it's adorable, and it's brutal and I loved every second of it. But can Cult of the Lamb teach us anything as Christians? Can it do anything other than just make us question our own indoctrination? I think it's a great way to understand what sets apart the Lamb of God from these little guy, or maybe even what makes them kind of similar. Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geeks, and gamers come together to talk about faith games. And does anyone else get genuinely sad when their cult followers die in this game? Just me? I am your nerd pastor, Nate, and if you like these weekly guys, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, today, we're going to be starting with our scripture as we always do. Our scripture comes from the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 7, verses 15 through 23. I'm going to be reading from the NRSV UE in this video. It's what's going to be on the screen. If you have a translation that you prefer, feel free to use that one as well. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. You will know them by their fruits. Are grapes gathered from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, every good tree bears good fruit, but the bad tree bears bad fruit. A good tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor can a bad tree bear good fruit. Every tree that does not bear good fruit will be cut down and thrown into the fire. Thus, you will know them by their fruits. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my Father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name? Then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Go away from me, you who behave lawlessly. So first off, as we always, I always clap. So first off, we always ask, what is this game? What is Cult of the Lamb? For those of you that haven't heard about it somehow, maybe you just don't check out Twitch at all. Cult of the Lamb is the newest game from famed indie publisher Devolver Digital and developed by Massive Monster. You start the game by literally dying as this adorable little lamb. You quickly get resurrected and possessed by a mysterious and ominous and very much imprisoned demon lord. The demon gives you the power to create a cult that will empower you to the point that you're able to destroy the four bishops of the world that have imprisoned this spooky fella. You spend the game in two noticeably different playstyles. In the overworld, you're the cult leader, creating followers for your flock, building things to make their lives easier to worship you, and since this is a sim, inevitably fishing and doing other relaxing chores. These villagers will give you new powers. They'll help you unlock new skills and give you the strength that you need for the second major part of the game, where you go to several different zones, where you work through a series of dungeons, not dissimilar from Binding of Isaac or that style of roguelike game, where you work your way towards the big bosses of the land by purging the non-believers of the region, recruiting some along the way. There are some major mysteries and questions to be answered in this game. Is the lamb actually alive still? Are they possessed? Or have they literally been resurrected? Are they in it for themselves? What happens when we actually free this demon of his bindings by destroying all the bishops? Is it gonna be good? I don't, I don't think it is. It's a fun and obviously tongue in cheek game, but in every joke, there is a little truth. If the art in this game wasn't so adorable, the themes and ongoings of the cult rituals would be truly disturbing and haunting. While this game isn't inherently a horror experience, it wouldn't take much tweaking to make, make it so. 
but it's a fun experience. Who wouldn't want to be in control and deference to a crowd of followers? In all honesty, it's kind of, uh, it's just, it's actually just Pikmin. It's Pikmin, but the Pikmin can talk and poop everywhere and they will be pooping everywhere. Let me assure you. But the bigger question here, of course, is what does the church have to do with all of this? Well, the theme of cult behavior is obviously an uncomfortable topic. Whether it's Christianity or another spiritual sect, it's almost certain that real life cults have some kind of connection to religiosity. Christianity itself has of course been seen before as a cult, what with communion confusing the early Christian gatherings with pagan cannibalistic rituals of consuming the body and blood of some dude named Jesus. Long story. Even today, we still have the occasional cult accusation pinned rightly or wrongly on the Christian church. One of the more prominent and less outwardly nefarious being the cult of personality. This is where members of a church go there pretty much exclusively for the pastor themselves. And maybe it's because their pastor knows Justin Bieber, or maybe it's just because they're simply incredibly enigmatic, or maybe it's because they have a fleet of aircrafts. I'm talking about you, Kenny. Hey, are you seeing this? Regardless of the actual reason itself, these churches have legitimate Christians as well as confused people getting fooled by someone preaching a demonstrably false gospel. It's a misunderstanding of the Bible. Jesus says, beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing. See what, see what I did? But inwardly are ravenous wolves. I mean, I had to, right? Come on, sheep's clothing, cult of the lamb. You get it. Jesus then continues, you will know them by their fruits. Good tree bears good fruit, bad tree bears bad fruit. Okay, now I wanna acknowledge that that definitely makes things trickier, right? I, I know some people that certainly appear to produce good fruit. So are they good trees? Well, let's see if Jesus gives us some more to work with here. He then continues, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only the one who does the will of my father in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name, cast out demons in your name, and do many works in your name, and I will declare to them, I never knew you. Okay, now we're cooking with gas. What differentiates the false prophet and the real prophet isn't the fruit of their congregation, it's their personal fruit of their personal life. It's piety, it's holiness. It's what we actually take home with us when the day is done. The pastor, prophet, or priest will inevitably be held up to the Godhead and either be recognized or not be recognized. It doesn't matter how much they prophesy or cast out demons or do mighty works. It doesn't even matter whose name they're doing it in. It's a heart thing. The false prophet is unrecognizable because they didn't live a life of which they were speaking. This is unquestionably an interpretation of the wolf in sheep's clothing, right? On the outside, they're soft, but on the inside, they're wicked. That is what sets the false prophet apart. So who is our lamb? Are they evil? Well, that ultimately depends on you. The outside has already been determined. You can't, as far as I know, determine to be anything other than the lamb as the main character. You're gonna be soft, you're gonna be gentle on the outside, but your choices in game are gonna vary wildly. Now in my personal playthrough, I'm doing about as close to a pacifist run as you can. I have graves honoring all of those who have died. I denied the cannibalism quirk. I haven't had the followers do anything other than the things that I feel pretty good about, except for the one time that my game forced me to sacrifice a follower. Oops, I guess. What really determines your experience in this game is what you as the lamb decide to do with and for your followers. So the challenge offered by this game ultimately becomes who are you? Are you a false prophet? Are you better than we think? Or will you give in to the power? Now, I'm not actually finished with the game yet, and I'm almost 100% certain that the demon that we're trusting in the game will inevitably turn against us in the end. We'll have to defeat them as the final boss. That's just good storytelling. If that's the case, then this game is actually a fantastic take on Jesus's assessment of the false prophecy of the Pharisees. Would Jesus recognize you as the lamb? Did you do the best possible thing that you could with the situation that you were put in? Did you use the little control that you did have 
for good? It's a valid question and a heavy topic to weigh on ourselves. But it's one that was literally lifted up by Jesus himself. Would your lamb produce good or bad fruit? And that brings us to the question, what does this mean for us today? How can we use this bizarre game for good? Is there any redemption in a cult simulator? I think so. I think that this game invites us into a simulation of literal power-hungry temptation. We're given the chance to perform in a way that is good or is bad. The things that we're doing may seem to produce fruit in the beginning, but when push comes to shove, would we be recognizable as a hero or a villain? when all is said and done. It's honestly the same conversation that games like Undertale bring up with their genocide and pacifist routes. Games like these play with the meta-narrative of player control and how players choose to make decisions. Now, I am not telling you that you can't play this fictional goofy simulator for the memes. If you wanna lean into the darker fantasies of the game, it's just a game. But just be aware of the possibility in the story being told. We are the lamb. We get to decide whether or not the wool is pulled over our eyes. When the skin gets removed, are we really a lamb? Or underneath, will we a wolf the whole time? The good news is, is that regardless of if you're a meme lord, if you're stuck between two choices, or you're just a confused follower figuring out who to trust, you're always welcome here at Checkpoint Church as we work through these things and these games together. Folks, thank you so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us on these nerdy deep dives every single week. If you want more of Checkpoint Church, we're streaming almost every single day of the week, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and every other Friday over on Twitch. And we're also every single day on our Discord server. So I recommend joining either of those. I'll link them down both below. Quick question for you. Have you been playing Cult of the Lamb? What did you think about it? It honestly feels a bit distracted, maybe too easy to me. It's like a rogue, rogue, rogue light instead of a rogue like, and I think I want more of the rogue elements, but it's pretty good. I'm enjoying the farm sim most of all. I think I love all the elements on their own, but when they're thrown together, it just gets a little bit, uh, I don't know, discombobulated. Folks, with that, we're going to end this video with the three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you watching this video or playing these kind of games. We believe that number one, God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we believe that we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here on these Wiggity Dives over on our Twitch channel, on our Discord. We are trying to form community with you to let you know that God loves you and we love you. And number three, we believe that you, yes, you matter. You are a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you are in it. Folks, with that, and until the next time that I see you, whether it be right now over on Discord, Monday on Twitch, or right here next week, same time, same place for our next Nerdy Deep Dive. Until then, be well. Bye-bye! Gimme, 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 gimme! Give him to me! No, give him to me, I'm gonna get a spider. I'm gonna get him. I got him, he was a morsel. I'll get you, old gum, I'll get you. I'm gonna get you, come here, come here. You're gonna be my friend. You're gonna be my <laughs> dude. I oh, yeah, go, go, go. it's like Animal Crossing meets Hades.